Time now for Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Now, here's your host, Agri-News Director, Jim Smalley. Premier Brad Wall is doing what he can to promote trade between Canada and the U.S. Wall is in the Iowa State capital of Des Moines today. The trip is a result of discussions with Prime Minister Trudeau. This morning, Premier Wall addressed the Iowa House of Representatives. He says trade between Canada and the U.S. is imperative. Tractors that have been purchased, that have been assembled in Waterloo at the John Deere assembly plant are purchased by farmers in my province. They use it to harvest oats. The oats are sold back to uh, Iowa, in Iowa, and at Cedar Rapids they make them into Cheerios, or the cereal we can never get our kids to eat, the, the oatmeal. That is a value chain. There are literally thousands of, of people in my province that depend on that relationship for their quality of life, and it's true of your constituents as well. That's the kind of relationship that's worth being vigilant about and diligent about, especially at a time such as this when we are talking about North American trade. Uh, this country has a trade surplus with ours. We value it. I know that Iowa values it, and so we need in this debate in our respective country voices like the ones assembled here and voices back home to speak to its importance, to preserve it, to enhance it. And so what a, what a great resolution you've just passed. We're grateful. Thanks very much for your hospitality. Wall introduced Saskatchewan as a province with a lot to give. We are the world, one of the world's biggest exporters of Durham wheat and of rye and of canola and of mustard seed. About 60% of the world exports of lentils and peas are grown by our pulse farmers and, well, we just can't eat it all. So we must be traders and we desire to be free traders uh, and fair traders as well. The relationship that we have with this country is one that we prize. Wall highlighted the $1.4 trillion trade and investment relationship between the two countries. Saskatchewan exporters shipped $355 million U.S. worth of goods to Iowa last year, mainly potash, oats, canola, oil, and pigs. Iowa, in turn, shipped $363 million U.S. worth of products, mainly agricultural equipment, to Saskatchewan in 2016. The provincial budget will be released next Wednesday, and spending cuts could be the rule as the SAS party government tries to get a handle on the $1.2 billion deficit. The Premier was in Saskatoon yesterday. He spoke to delegates at the Saskatchewan Association of Rural Municipalities. He talked about agriculture's importance during challenging economic times, but that doesn't mean rural areas will be untouched when next Wednesday's provincial budget is released. One possibility is the Farm Fuel Rebate Program, valued at about $120 million. Here's what Premier Wall told reporters after his speech at SARM. I've had some farmers say, you know, when we're on the farm, it makes a lot of sense to have this uh, exemption. If we're driving on the highways, maybe not so much. Other farmers say, no, it should apply to both off-farm and off farm and, uh, and on-farm. So that's the input we've received, and uh, the decision's been made, and Again, we're going to make sure we balance the need for fairness, for revenue, with the importance of the agriculture sector uh, and of what farmers have meant, what producers and ranchers have meant for our economy over the last number of years. We can't lose sight of that, and we won't. Wall appeared to downplay the possibility of sales tax changes on farm inputs and parts. I can tell you that I, you know, that was part of consideration, but we have rural members and others who would just say, let's be, we have an agricultural sector that's been strong and it's been carrying the, the weight for a lot of the economy. Let's, let's not shock it. Let's not, uh, let's not uh, back that egg sector up too much. 
Another area is the education portion of the property tax bill, which will likely rise with reassessment. The cost of education has continued to go up. We have more teachers here. There are 40 new and replacement schools in the province, and so we're looking at options around that. We're going to be mindful, though, of, of where we got to in this province on education property tax when there was an over-reliance on farmland. We can't repeat that mistake. We will not repeat that mistake, but we need to look at this issue. There was also a question from reporters on RM amalgamation. There are just under 300 RMs, but Wall says the government is not looking at any changes there. People have said to me, while well, you're prepared to move on health regions, why not municipalities? Well, we 100% fund health care. We by no means fund 100% fund RMs. They're funded by the ratepayers, and I don't believe it's the, the duty or the obligation or the right of a provincial government to force amalgamation. Wall does support efforts by RMs to work more closely together and come up with operating efficiencies. The Premier received his warmest response from SARM delegates when he spoke about provincial opposition to a carbon tax. The federal government says it will impose a carbon tax on any province that doesn't have one by 2018. The ball is in the federal government's court, according to Wall, who would not rule out the possibility of legal action if a carbon tax is imposed. So it'll be a very interesting uh, thing to watch in the months ahead. You'd think they're going to have to have this resolved in the months ahead. How are they going to get at Saskatchewan? Because we're the only ones that aren't doing this. We might face the specter of a federal government uh, basically designing a tax for one of its provinces. Uh, either way, we'll be, uh, we'll be ready as, as we can be uh, before knowing those details. The SARM annual convention continues today with the Cabinet Bear Pit Session. Topics expected to generate discussion include drainage and rural policing. Rural crime is something that seems to be growing in Saskatchewan. At SARM in Saskatoon yesterday, a resolution was put forward by the arm of Kindersley, asking for laws that would give people more freedom when it comes to protecting their property. The province says all people need to do is look south of the border to the U.S. to see that kind of legislation would not be a good or even safe idea. Gord Wyant, Minister of Justice, says they've been doing research on rural crime around the province and hope to have some solutions in the near future. What we have been doing is looking at, uh, looking at rural crime. As you know, uh, uh, Herb Cox was tasked by the Premier to go out and, and do the research on, on rural crime and see what kind of solutions can be brought forward to help alleviate that situation. Wyatt says bringing back the Rural Crime Watch program is something else that could be done when it comes to ending the consistent year-over-year -year increase of crime in rural Saskatchewan. Over 3,000 acres of natural prairie in the southwest part of Saskatchewan has been taken over by the Nature Conservancy of Canada. Yesterday, Nature Conservancy Canada, along with the federal and provincial governments, announced the new conservation area known as the Wideview Complex. Wideview is located 30 kilometers southwest of Mancota in the Milk River Basin next to Grasslands National Park. Jennifer McKillop, NCC's Director of Conservation in Saskatchewan, says the area is home to the world's most endangered landscape. We always hear about the uh, old growth forest or the Amazon rainforest and temperate grasslands are the most endangered ecosystem on the planet. McKillop says there's only 20% of native grasslands left in Saskatchewan. A major display on the project is featured in the Queen City at the Art Gallery of Regina. 
Saskatchewan feeder cattle prices were mainly higher during the past week. Provincial livestock economist Brad Marsignuk says feeder steer prices were up as much as $5.67 per hundredweight. Saskatchewan feeder cattle prices were overall higher last week. Feeder steer prices range between $0.33 cents per hundredweight lower to $5.67 per hundredweight higher. Biggest gains were in the three to 400 pound weight category. Overall, feeder steer prices on average increased almost $2 per hundredweight. Saskatchewan feeder heifer prices were higher in all weight categories. Feeder heifer prices increased between $0.38 cents and $6.91 per hundredweight. The biggest gains were in the three to 400 pound weight category also. And the factors behind these changes. Factors affecting Saskatchewan feeder cattle prices last week were really a combination of slightly higher U.S. feeder cattle prices, better basis levels in Saskatchewan, and a further declining Canadian dollar versus U.S. dollar value. What were marketings of cattle for the week? Canfax reported 10,906 head of cattle were sold in Saskatchewan last week, and that was down from 16,965 head marketed the previous week. What happened with market-ready cattle prices? Slaughter cow prices in Alberta were again higher last week. The price of D1, D2 slaughter cows increased to $1.55 to average $99.25 per hundredweight, with the price of D3 slaughter cows increased $3.90 to average $89.90 per hundredweight. Fed cattle prices in Western Canada for Alberta fed steers were reported to average $163.54 per hundredweight last week. Prices were slightly higher, increasing $0.32 cents per hundredweight from the previous week. Brad Marsignuk compiles the weekly cattle market up summary for the Saskatchewan Ministry of Agriculture. Oh. The market update on The Source, 620 CKRM. Grain prices were mixed in early trading today. Viterra prices for canola fell 50 cents at 481.52. Oats dropped 74 cents at 179.48. Number one red spring wheat went up 46 cents at 227.70. The rest were unchanged. Durham 274.82. Feed barley 131.14. Flax 468.96. Yellow peas $306.49. Feed wheat 136.48. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, May wheat was up eight and a half cents a bushel at 541 a bushel. About it. And now the latest livestock report. Good afternoon. This is the Yorkton Heartland Livestock Market Report for Wednesday, March the 15th. Weather turned nice, so everyone's hauling, hauling cattle this week. A good run here with 2,800 head in the short, with 275 cows and bulls, a total of 3,075 for the day. D1, D2 cows, 88 to 98 sales to a dollar, dollar one. D3 cows, 78 to 88. These good bulls, 110 to 125 sales to 130 for those high yielding kind. In the pre-sort here today, strong and active, especially on these lighter grass cattle. Some highlights on the steer side, 500-pound steers, 222, 550s, 219, 650-pound steers, 204, my favorite pen, 700-pound steers, 188, 800-pounders, 169, and 950-pound steers, 154. On the heifer side, some highlights, 450-pound heifers, 194, 500-pounders, 192, 550s, 190, 650-pound heifers, 184, 700-pounders, 165, 750s, 157, 850-pound heifers, 147, and 900-pound heifers, 142. This Friday, March the 17th, sheep, lamb, goat, and horse sale. Sheep, lamb, goat sell 11 horses at 5, receiving all day Thursday from 12 to 8 and right up until sale time. Expecting a big run of sheep and goats, our last sale was a huge success with uh, higher prices. 
That's it for this week at Heartland Yorkton. I'm Harvey Exner. Have a good day. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. I'm sold 7,000 hogs Tuesday, selling in a range of 168 to 170 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 6,000 heads, selling in a range of 168 to 170 per CKG. Number one sows delivered to Winnipeg this week will sell in the range of 63 to $77 per CKG live weight. Cash hogs today are called steady, while lean hogs are trading lower, and the Canadian dollar is up 21 basis points, trading at 0.7440 cents US. Cash hogs yesterday were down $1.15 per